Hello, everybody. Welcome to Crosspoint Scripture Podcast. So glad you have the opportunity to be with us today. No matter where this podcast finds you, it's been such a um, great gift to the church. Podcasts have give us the ability to listen to all kinds of good stuff and be built up in our faith and our knowledge of God. Um, even if we're at the gym or we're driving or we are walking or we're getting up in the morning or whatever. So I love it. And, um, I've got my podcast that I like, and I'm glad to be uh, putting out, uh, something on scripture here from Crosspoint. So it's a great gift and I just love being a part of it. Um, if you have a friend, uh, that you think would benefit from this podcast, why not recommend it to him? Uh, we don't make any money off of it. It's just our outreach, so to speak, just helping people. We believe in being committed to the habits of the Christian life here at Crosspoint, and this is a part of that. Man, I'm excited today. Um, I've put it out here before that um, I lo- would love requests. You know, you can just email me, J-S-E-R-R-A, at thecrosspoint.com, and we I would love to take on the any verse that you would like to request because it's just fun and knowing that you guys are listening is means a lot to me. So I got a request today, so I'm excited about that. All right. Had a listener ask me about Philippians, Paul's um, letter to the Philippian, the church in Philippi. So we're going to be in Philippians chapter one, verse six, chapter one, verse six. Um, right off the bat, it makes a good, um, verse of the day because it's an encouraging and powerful message just as is. Uh, But what's really cool and why I love what we do here is that when we put it in its larger context, I think that you are going to see uh, how much bigger it is than we usually give it credit for. Okay. All right. I've set the table plenty. Let's eat the meal. Uh, Philippians chapter one, verse six in the ESV reads, and I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. All right. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. So just dealing with the verse itself, we'll get a few things straight. Um, as this is all, this is true. So often with Bible verses, I'm, I'm not, nothing is true always, but um, with a single Bible verse, this seems to be true often which is this, it seems like two things are being said here or laid together. And and when we kind of specify or look specifically at what this verse is saying just within itself, these two points it's trying to make, it'll already bring clarity. And then what we can do is we'll take the first statement and go above it to verse 1 and read our way back to six to kind of see why it came up in the first place. I'm sure um, a lot of you are noticing that one of those big context words, like verse six starts with and. So that means, oh, I really need to know what this is that Paul's adding to. Okay. And it indicates I need to go up and see what he was talking about in the first place. And then we'll take the second statement and keep reading uh, down for a little while just to see what followed from it, okay? On occasion, we'll, our verse of the day will be like the last thought that was on Paul's mind for that particular place. But most of the time when we keep going, we see um, Paul's building something, and this is a brick in it, and so we need to back up and look at the rest of the wall, okay? 
All right, so first of all, the two parts of the verse, I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion, all right? Um, this follows with Paul's uh, view, you'll see it in all of his letters, that what he was doing as a church planter, bringing the gospel to the Gentiles, he believed that Jesus had personally commissioned him as his messenger to the Gentiles, that would be the non-Jewish nations that God was calling to be followers of Christ. Um, Paul believed that he was an instrument of the Holy Spirit. Paul believed that Jesus himself, through his spirit, the Holy Spirit, was inspiring, empowering, strengthening, commissioning, and requiring that Paul would go and share the good news of Jesus Christ with the Gentiles that he would come in contact with, okay? And so when a church would believe... So when this church would get started, because Paul would bring the gospel and people would believe, and there were often miracles, signs and wonders, there was belief, sincere belief in Jesus, there was turning from idols to serve the living God, which carried a heavy penalty back then that would not make you popular with your neighbors. And then there would be often to um, demonic oppression would show itself and be cast out and broken, all right? So Paul didn't think, basically, that he was just going around sharing a human message with people or giving pep talks. He believed that God himself had him where he was and was beginning this. So when he says, I am sure of this, that he, that he is God, through the action of the Holy Spirit, inspiring, strengthening, requiring that Paul do what he's doing. So he says, basically, when I came and shared this gospel in Philippi, and you guys believed in this group began to form this church. This is God's work, and it's a good work, and it's in you, and it will be brought to completion. Okay? So God finishes what he starts. So let's look above it now um, to see why Paul even brought this up. So Philippians chapter 1 has a, has a pretty classic greeting from Paul. Um, where he lets them know that it's him and Timothy, they're servants of Jesus Christ. There's that idea, okay, that I was getting at from verse 1. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus. Like the only reason why we're there is because Jesus is telling us to. To all the saints in Christ Jesus, there it is again. They're his, they belong to Jesus, it's his work. Who are at Philippi with the overseers and deacons. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, now verse 3. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. So not only had they received the gospel, but they were partnering with Paul to continue the mission. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Okay? So this is basically a part of Paul's general thanksgiving for them and this encouragement that he's sending their way. But what's cool is it's not just general encouragement. It's like specific and godly. So isn't that cool? So it's not just Paul giving a, a little pep talk here. It's grounded in God. Now, um, the biggest thing there, I'm sure there's a lot here that we could point out because of this context, but a big thing I'd like to point out is this. We usually, uh, because our culture, our Western culture is very personalized we, have, we can have a tendency to over or maybe too quickly personalize a verse like this. 
But I think what this context has shown us so that you understand that Paul was talking about this group that God had started, that this church as a whole was God's work, that gives some definition when he says, and I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you, that you is plural there. He's talking to them as a church, as a whole. And so it isn't not personal to each Philippian believer here. And if you're a part of a church and God has brought the gospel to work in your heart, it's not not applicable to us in our personal relationship with God, but it's of secondary application. So the first is God means, and and through Paul he means, that the church that's begun in Philippi, that good work that was started, will be brought to completion. It will do what God wants it to do by the day of Christ Jesus, okay? So I think the only, the biggest thing for us as Western people is don't look inside first at a verse like this because it can start some confusion or which, which good work or what does God mean and what, how, what am I supposed to make of this verse if something major falls through in my life? Did God forget about me? Am I not really a Christian and so on like this? Um, no, this is a church verse. This is God, this is Paul reminding them he, he knows that whatever purposes God had in that Philippian church will be brought to completion, okay? So it's always important to remember that. And you may find some other verses in the Bible that you've been to, not, you should never make them personal. It's always about the group. No, there's an application to because you're a part of the group, but maybe we're doing it too soon and too radically, and that can cause some confusion for us. Okay, then um, the second thing, and maybe a little bit shorter, is he says he'll bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. What does he mean by that? Um, Paul refers to the day of the Lord and the day of Jesus Christ throughout his letters, and what he means is with Christ's return, that Jesus ascended to heaven and that he sent his disciples out, and when Jesus decides it's time, when the Father decides it's time, Jesus will come back for his church and he will gather to him those who are waiting for him. All right. And that we are taught biblically that that will be the end of the world as we know it, but the beginning of the world as God always intended it. All right. So when he says completion at the day of Jesus Christ, that's what he means, the end of it all. So that's when it will all be over. That's when the scorecard will be brought out, not before then. So again, I think it's important to remember that. If you were a part of church, and I was, I've been a part of a church that doesn't exist anymore. You know, it, it went away. Man, what happened? Well, tons of people were, in, were affected by the gospel of Jesus Christ by that, by that particular form of that church. Plus, the people who were involved in it aren't gone. They're, you know, some have gone on to be with the Lord, but they're not gone. The ones that are here, they are also part of other churches and who knows what God is doing. He knows, God knows. And only the day of Jesus Christ will bring everything to light. Everything that God did thinks, Oh, I think God let me down here. You won't then. I think God forgot about my church. You'll know better then if that makes sense. So that's the end part that Paul's putting forward, not next week, Tuesday, but when Jesus Christ returns. And then Paul just ties the bow up here by saying, it's right for me to feel this way about you all. He means that love, um, joy, and thankfulness that he feels for them. Because I hold you in my heart, for you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I yearn for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. 
And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless. Here it is for the day of Christ. That's the same end of all things filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So this fills in a lot of information of what it means that Paul says he'll be, he'll complete that good work. This is the good work, love abounding more and more knowledge and discernment, approving what's excellent, pure and blameless for the day of Christ filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Those are the goals and the end result that is sought by every church that's begun uh, by Christ. That's what he's looking for. That's what he's working for. Okay. So if you're involved in church, think, what is this all for? Is it for better attendance? Is it for absolute doctrinal purity? You know, what is it all for? Well, you can go to Philippians chapter one and see what it's for. All right. All right, man. Thank you um, for the request. Appreciate it so much. Uh, you too can put in your request for a verse and we will look at it. Of course, we won't answer every question, can't answer every question, won't even try. But we will put that verse in context and see how we can um, see if it will deepen our understanding and build us up in our faith. All right. Now, normally this would be the part where we see if we can see Jesus in this verse, but he's all over it, as I think you can see. Uh, where we see him in it is that his absolute ownership of the church, his care and kind attention to the church, the fact that churches are a work by him for him and through him that will be brought to completion in the day of Christ Jesus. That's where you can see him in this verse. So he's everywhere. He's everywhere. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.